Welcome to the Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 190, the semi-bi-weekly podcast. Better than semi-bi-monthly. February 23rd, 2017. This is the podcast where we talk about video games and other nerdy, geeky things. I'm your host, Jeremy, and with me this week, I have my co-host, Patrick. What it do? Uh, yeah, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> how you doing this week, Patrick? Uh, a tree fell on my car. Yeah, I heard about that, but it didn't do any damage? No, uh, it didn't. It... Oh, it did? A couple scratches, yeah. I think the initial when it fell, hit, and then it bounced back up, and then it was just lying on top. Oh, uh, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. I saw the pictures, but, yeah, this still sucks. But, I mean, just think of the, think of the possibilities. I mean, if the wife was inside the car <laughs> and the up. whole thing fell on her, I would have got free. Uh, they would have paid off the car because it would have been totaled, and I would be a free man. Uh, you're screwed up. <laughs> Fuck shit. Uh, so, yeah, you might notice that the intro is a little bit more uh, structuralized now. I've decided after almost 200 episodes that I, we should actually do that. So, I've been saying um, it since episode probably 50. <laughs> and, you know, I've been thinking of, I've been trying to think of a good way, but I uh, have not, not really come up with something. But lately I've been doing some um, research, I guess you could call it, on podcasts since I'm starting a new one, uh, a, a business one. So uh, I need it to be a little more professional than ours. And so I'm going to probably be adapting um, things I learn as I go with that podcast into things that we do in this podcast. Um, but yeah, so, you know, that's that's uh, good looking forward. What happened to Almost Relevant? Co-host kind of backed out of it, and I was going to do it solo, and then realized the, um, the title really didn't fit, so I just decided to do a new one. So Almost Relevant is... should be called No Longer Relevant now, since it's pretty much done. I mean, I may revive it in the future, but it just doesn't fit with the current trend of what I'm doing in my life right now, and it's really not a show I can do alone. It's really more of a... Uh, it's kind of like this show. I wouldn't do this show alone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a show where you need a partner, and the one I'm doing about uh, uh, entrepreneurship and authors and stuff, that's... I can do that one solo, but mostly it's going to be interview-based, so I will have someone else on at least every other episode, or every third episode. So we'll see how that goes, but right now, that's that's where my energy is going to be focused. Uh, in podcast news, in our podcast news, the website is under construction, and we actually have a, a lot of people who go there for our uh, older episodes. Uh, no, well, that too, but older tips and tricks stuff, mm-hmm. um, especially like some of the how-tos that I wrote many, like three, four years ago. Those are our, by far our most popular things on our website. So um, if you do go there for any reason, uh, just to let you know that they are – it is under construction. You can still get all our episodes there and everything, but uh, it's I'm going to be building it up to what it should be over the next two, couple months and go from there. It, it should be a really nice website. I've learned a lot about um, this particular way to make websites, and I'm really looking forward to doing it, actually. Nice. Yep, so that's about it for podcast 
news, I believe. I don't think I have anything else to say. Uh, yeah. All right, let's move on to what we've been playing. First, uh, I got a short list this week. We actually both have a short list. Mine's pretty easy. Uh, Fire Emblem Heroes came out for Android and iOS a few weeks ago, and I picked that up. It, it's free to play, and then you can obviously buy. You know, it's it's pay to win kind of thing. But you can beat the whole thing without paying. And, um, you know, I played it, like, pretty consistently for the first two weeks. And then I've just gotten so busy with, uh, you know, like, my job and everything that I haven't played any mobile games. I haven't even been able to, like, play anything on my phone or anything. So that, so I kind of put that in the back burner. It's still on my phone. I'll probably still play it again. But right now it's it's uh, stopped. But for those of you who don't know, it's basically a Fire Emblem game. Um, take take a Fire Emblem game, condense it, and take away everything that makes it a hard game or complicated game, and put it on a phone. Huh. Um, it's fun. It's free. So if you do like Fire Emblem, if you do like that uh, turn-based strategy RPG, go check it out. Um, but again, it's pretty dumbed down compared to the games on the Wii U and the Wii. Still fun, though. Uh, the other game on my list is Super Mario Maker and huh you've been going hardcore for that game well I haven't been playing it as much as believe it or not watching videos of people playing it and live streamers Um, I like to put it on in the background Uh, I have two two well I have three YouTube channels that play that I really like one in particular that I actually watch he streams and I'll put it on the background and just listen to it while I'm working or whatever um, and then if something uh, exciting happens, I'll look up. But um, I don't know why I just gotten really obsessed with Mario Maker. Um, I've never gotten to the point where I've watched gameplay on a regular basis of any game. I mean, the closest was Overwatch a couple months ago when I was really into it. But even then, I mean, I don't know what what attracted me so much to Mario Maker. I'm not sure, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about Mario Maker a little later in the show. So, take it away, Patrick. Oh, hell, take it away. So, uh, I've been playing Gears of War 4, of course. Oh, can't go episode without Gears. Um, playing online is funny. Last night, uh, Scott actually got back on and played some online with us, which was kind of... <clears throat> Yeah, I heard that he uh, was going to. So he ended up buying an Xbox One? I think he did a while ago, yeah, and he's finally starting Oh, shit. Because I, I put that I was going to... I'm selling mine, and he, he said he was interested, but that was only like a week ago. Oh, for real? Huh. Yeah, uh, but uh, the other, I, I didn't get back to him to tell him to buy it from me, so, so you probably bought are, it from someone else. Are you selling yours? Dude, the only game I've ever played on there is Star Wars mm-hmm. Battlefront, and... Even then, it was kind of like, I don't know. And and a lot of the games coming out now, I can buy on PC and still play with, like you or whoever. So, I just, I don't know. I mean, I got a really good deal for it. I'm going to get almost all my money back. Um, so, I feel like selling it right now is a good time. Plus, my brother has one that he never uses. So, if I really need it, if I really want to play a game that is exclusive on there, then I can borrow it from him, too. Huh. I don't know. I just, I never play it. I really... I own, I own, I mean, I played, I bought Doom for it, but once I found out that you couldn't do uh, multiplayer co-op, I stopped playing co-op. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. I just I there's nothing on there that appeals to me. Nothing coming out that's exclusive. I'd rather buy it for PC or PS4. Cool. Yep. But the second game on my list, I got a little fucking problem with. Oh no. Is Dead Rising Four. So uh-huh. now I'm gonna start saying this, and I'm not trying to point the finger at Crystal <laughs> at all. It's not it has nothing to do with her in that sense. But I was playing the other night. And she walked in the room, and right when it recognized her, the game glitched out. Oh. Because she has a pro, her profile on mine. Uh-huh. And so I I was like, I got, I was like, what the fuck? You know, why the hell did they do that? I did hella shit. I went back on to play, and it, it was saying it was auto-saving. None of the stuff I did saved. That's That's crazy. So then I was playing it last night. And she walked in the room and did it again. Luckily, this time I hadn't gotten, I had just started. So I ended up um, going in and turning it off so it won't recognize her and switch off. You know, it won't connect with, it won't sign her in through the connect, you know, when it sees her. And so I started over and I start playing again and I end up doing hella shit. And I get hella far, and uh, I was fighting a psycho and or maniac as they call, him. and um, and I I I got glitched in the corner. I couldn't move, but they were still whacking at me, uh-huh. and I ended up dying. Oh, so then it goes to reload, and it was all the way back at the very beginning again. Nothing had saved the whole so the time. Auto- the auto save is showing that it's insane. You hit a checkpoint, it shows a little thing spinning that it's saving. It didn't save. That's crazy. I mean, in this day and age, that shouldn't be happening. Auto save and saving should be like a just a normal, hundred percent working feature. Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> the other night, I tweeted to Dead Rising. I said, "Awesome." Uh. I did hella shit in Dread Rising 4. The game glitches out, and, not, and, 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 and even though it said it was saving, it sent me back hella far. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that night I was just like, I'm done. I'm not going to do all that shit again. Yeah, yeah, I feel you after that. Shit. Yeah. So then, I think I sent like two. I can't remember where the other what the other one said. But I was just, I just know I was pissed. I sent mm-hmm. like two things to Dead Rising, like, you know, hey, what the fuck's going on? So then, um,. Like I said, they never responded. So then I went and I said, I I uh, I tagged Capcom. Oh no, this one. I'm extremely pissed about Dead Rising Four. Like, like at Dead Rising Four, obviously, crashing on me on and sending me back in the game. Auto save my ass. Hashtag mad. Hashtag fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, still, they don't respond to me. Uh huh. So then. I go, so I, I decided to put, I go, well, since At Dead Rising won't respond to me, at Capcom, when when will there be an update for Dead Rising 4? Says it's auto-saving, and it's not. Uh-huh. So Capcom never got back to me, but Dead Rising finally did. Uh-huh. Oh. And they were like, you know, okay, Epic's all Epic, Capcom. What platform are we are, are you on? We're, we haven't seen any other uh, reporting this issue, which I, you know, replied. Mm-hmm. Um 
which I replied, uh, well, uh, okay, I don't see where the reply is, but I did reply, and I said, um, I basically said, I go, I have it on Xbox One, uh-huh. and, you know, it's, it says, uh, oh, here, well, uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, I said, uh, I have it on Xbox One, and it's, uh, um, you know, saying that it's auto-saving when it's not. Uh-huh. And they still haven't responded to that. Yeah, I see that. That's crazy. I mean, like... I don't see my other... I wonder if my tweet went through. I just Googled... So I, did, I just Googled it uh, to see if other people had, had reported it. And it seems like a lot of people are upset with the uh, autosave ish, uh, autosave in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's... It, you know, I don't know if other people have ran into the same problem as you, but... Uh, a lot of people are complaining that the autosave is crap. Yeah. So, that's it, crazy, though. It, it kind of makes you laugh. Oh, we haven't seen any other... Yeah. Well, you have it, mofo. I know. Huh? The thing is, though, I wonder... Okay, uh, that, this is weird. I wonder why... Because I'm looking on my on my actual... Um, on, on the desktop for Twitter. Uh-huh. And I don't see my response... Um, I don't see my response to to them on here. But I look on my phone. It, it says that I responded. So yeah, what I had said was Xbox One is showing that it's saving, but it's not. It, it but then it glitches to the main screen, and if I die, nothing. I did save. Yeah, I see it. I see it on your page. That's weird. It's not on my on my desktop page. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> but yeah, I see it on yours. Huh. I don't know. Maybe it's because it was a save or a, a reply for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Either way. Yep. Well, that sucks. That's I mean, that's just crazy that all that happened to you in such a short period of time. I wonder if um, the glitches that uh, were caused by the Connect ended up corrupting your save or something like that. I don't know. But, I mean, if other people are having problems with, with auto-saving... Yeah. There's just something in general that's going on. Yeah, it sounds like it's a it's a finicky save system. And, and it is. And I, I and I uh, all I all I know is I don't plan on playing the game again until I know there was an update. Yeah, because you don't want to go through that again. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, th- th- I know I was reading that they a lot of people don't like how they. Uh, I mean, you can still manually save, but it's like it's not easy or something. I don't know. Well, there's not. It basically there is no like you just like you know like sometimes they, or they usually have autosave, mm-hmm. but um usually like you go if you hit start it'll say they're like in the menu it'll say save. I I, haven't, I didn't see that. Yeah. I'm wondering if you know. So yeah, it says that um there is no manually saving. You have to force the game to autosave. Um. And up yeah, to so, that point, though, up to that point, there was no problem. It would auto yeah. I turn it off, I go to another game, and it'd be still there. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'm very upset. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. So, uh, having said all that, you know, Dead Rising kissing me off. <laughs> uh, but, um, what's coming out for the week of 219 to uh, 219.17 to 225.17. Halo Wars 2 for the PC, the Xbox One. Resident Evil 7, banned footage 
Volume One for the PC and Xbox One. I'm pretty sure not for PlayStation Two, but I didn't I didn't see anything that said PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a game called Joe's Diner for the Wii U, PS4, and the Xbox One. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering how Halo uh, Two is doing. I just Googled it, and I guess it's getting um different. Obviously, you know different um ratings, different places. But it looks like it's getting about a seven out of ten uh, on average, maybe slightly higher. Um, I liked the first one, but it had a lot of it, a lot of problems, and it sounds like this one might too. I don't know. I picked up Halo War, or uh, I what did I end up doing with that? I think I bought it. I ended up picking it up for like fifteen bucks back in the day. I might do the same for this one. Yeah, I never. I didn't really get into it. I didn't. Yeah, it's weird because it's kind of like a Command and Conquer game, right? Yeah. See, that's why I'm surprised I never played it, because I like Command & Conquer. Yeah. But I just never picked it up. Command & Conquer was awesome back in the day. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, well, we'll just keep on going. Don't really need a break anymore, since it uh, seems like our our podcasts are going quicker in the first half. Um, so, I have an interesting what's caught my eye this week, and it has to do with Mario Maker, Super Mario Maker. So oh. yeah, I know. So my favorite Super Mario Maker uh, YouTuber slash Twitch streamer, his name is Paco, and he goes by the Incredible Paco. And I really like his videos because he has a mix of skill and personality. Like I watch this other guy; he's really good at the game, but he doesn't have much personality. And I watch this other YouTuber who has all personality, but he's really not that good at the game. So Paco is kind of in the middle. He he's he's good at the game enough to uh, play super expert and usually beat super expert. But at the same time, he also has enough personality to actually keep a whole stream, whole like four or five hour stream going um, daily too. He streams at least five days a week. Uh, not always Mario, but mo- for the most part. And he also creates levels. So he has about 10 or 15 levels he's created, and they all end up being um, between expert and super expert, which is uh, crazy because they're like su- – I haven't beat any of his levels. Um, I'm around expert level on Super Mario uh, Maker, but I, I can't really beat his levels. They're pretty crazy. Um, also, something that I, I meant to mention to Patrick before going on here is we'll probably actually have him on the show sometime in the near future. Um, just to talk with him about Mario Maker and streaming and Twitch and YouTube, um, you know, basically, and hopefully he'll be on for the whole episode, but, uh, if not, then we may just have him on this, uh, for an interview. I didn't approve that. Oh, well, too bad. Oh. Uh, on YouTube, you can find oh. him, just search for The Incredible Paco, and on Twitch, you can go to twitch.tv slash The Incredible Paco. Uh, and again, he streams every day from about 11, well, okay, his schedule says 11 a.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time, but he usually doesn't start till 12 or 12.30, and, but he goes all the way until 4, sometimes even later, um, and sometimes he streams on the weekends, too. Uh, so yeah, he's awesome, go check him out, and I'll have links to every, uh, all his information in the show notes. Nice. Yep, yep. All right, and I know that our listeners aren't going to believe this, but we actually have a full list of news stories this week. I know. I'm like, last time we had like 
one and a half. Yeah, this is the first week we have a full episode of our podcast in the in the in the last uh, what three four months. So I'm feeling pretty good about this. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, first story, and I am stoked about this. The early reviews for Logan are in, and they're looking really really good. Um, so far, 59 critics have chimed in who have seen the film in early release, and all but two of them said it is a good movie. Uh, not only that, but night, but the rating is currently sitting with those 59 critics. The rating is currently sitting at 97% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I mean, if it was one or two critics, I wouldn't put anything to it. But when you see almost 60 critics, uh... I'm like, okay, I'm, I mean, I was already looking forward to this movie. I think I'm going to like it no matter what, but this makes me just like be even more excited. And it comes out in like uh, two weeks, so I'm really hyped for it. Uh, are you looking forward to this movie? Uh, I got mixed reactions. I mean, am I happy they finally made it rated R? Yes. Yeah, you know why they made it R, made it rated R, right? Right, I mean, at the Yeah, basically, so... Uh, well, they've been trying to make Wolverine rated R for a long time, and the studios keep keep turning them down. Um, they wanted to make Wolverine rated R since the original, since Origins, and um, so the studio studio finally seen what Deadpool did, and they gave their approval. It kind of it's like a, a kick in the nuts at the same time, though, because you know, like to me, <sighs> Hugh Jackman has been like the perfect Wolverine, like yep. the look, everything, and. Now this is supposed to be his last Wolverine, and the other thing is the fact that Fox won't get their head out their ass and let Marvel have uh, some rights back to Wolverine so they can fucking use him like in Avengers and shit. Yeah, well. But uh, that aside, we have a whole episode fuck? about that. A few uh, or oh, oh, that was on almost relevant, huh? Yeah, I would say why are we talking about movie the movies on the uh, video game? <laughs> well, you know, we talk about anything like that on here. But anyway, um, so what's your mixed review? What what are you not what do you what are you not looking forward to in this movie? Well, I mean, like, what's the exact storyline they're going with? They're bringing in X twenty three, but then they're making they're making it seem like it's old man Logan, like there's no more mutants. Why so, are all the and then why is everybody dead? Did and you read why old man Logan? Yeah, I okay. bought it too. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure. So from what I understand is they got the and this this you know. This is kind of got me a little iffy, but I'm still going to give the movie a chance. They got the concept from Old Man Logan. So, um, spoiler alert for Old Man Logan, but the comic's been out for many years. So, um, it's... Yeah, you were still living uh, behind Safeway. Yep. Yeah. In a box. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but no, um, but so, something happened to the mutants. I forgot exactly what happened. And... Oh, it was, it, well, I remember what it was. They were saying that... Okay, what... They're saying there was no more mutants because it was like a flute thing, and then there was no more new mutants born. Yeah. After a certain time period. But why? Now, were, as, why because were all the oh, like the X Men gone? Yeah. Remember, uh, all the bad guys got together to take over uh, all the good guys, and uh, like that, like a big massive plan, and they sent Mysterio over, and he made Mysterio mess oh, with yeah, that's right. Logan's mind. Oh, that's he thought right. that. He was fighting off all these villains, and That's he killed right. all. But right. it was really the X Men he was fighting and killing. But he wasn't aware of it until after Mysterio lifted whatever he did to him. Oh off. man, I hope that the movie shows that too. If, if that's the case, if, 
Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If if they follow that, um, I'm not sure how because I'm not sure how they'll explain Professor X still alive. But I don't mind them doing like another story alongside Old Man Logan because the comic was great. But there is like a 30 year gap between that event and Old Man Logan where they could write other things. They could you know make things happen. So I mean, if that's their plan is to kind of like fit it into that world either before or after. Um, I think it's cool. Uh, it would have to be before to be, uh, perfect because Professor X isn't around in Old Man Logan, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Uh, now if they're trying to say that this is a replacement for Old Man Logan, I'm kind of iffy about that. Um, and X-23, I mean, I've always liked her character. She's a little younger in this than, um, you know, in the comic books, but she's, even in the comic books, she was portrayed as a teenager, I believe. Well, yeah, she was, she's like... Probably like thirteen or fourteen. Oh, was she that young in the comics? I think so. Okay. Oh, that's she's not too much younger. I think the girl who plays her in this is like eleven or twelve, or like twelve, I think. So and or something. I she looks young, but I I, I remember looking it up because I was wondering about that, and I think she's a little older than she looks. But still, I mean, I I'm really looking forward to this movie. I'm I'm like I'm really stoked. I'm gonna go see it opening weekend for sure. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm juiced to see it, but I mean, it's that whole thing of. Are they going to screw up a, an already established storyline? Yeah, I'm kind of worried about that too because of the past with the you know um, the last Wolverine movie and some of the X Men movies. But we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Um. Also, or next, I mean, uh, Final Fantasy 15 expansion, or sorry, Final Fantasy 14 expansion, Stormblood, um, is which is set to come out. Uh, excuse me, this summer. Uh, recently introduced the Samurai class. It'll be a melee DPS job that uses katanas, not surprising, um, but different from other classes in the game, other jobs in the game, it will not be associated with any other job and start at level 50. Um, that's about all the information that's been given right now. So, um, you know, just the just a little teaser for those of you who are still playing 14. Uh, well, Borderlands... Is getting a new pop, getting new pop uh, figures. Oh, interesting. And um, I need to make it a link because uh, I mean you guys can't see them, so I mean you guys can look them up if you want to. But yeah, they're getting. I, I, uh, I remember looking and seeing a couple of them. They look pretty cool. But yeah. I, I like the uh, pop figures, man. They're pretty cool. And, yeah. And um, it's kind of weird though that like unless they're gonna release something about a new Borderlands game, I mean it seems kind of weird that. Well, you know, a ton of different franchises are, like, randomly getting pop toys, and they're, like, franchises that don't have anything going on. So it, it might not be anything. Um, but then again, it might. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a I pop toy from uh, the first Hobbit movie that's worth, like, 200 bucks. Yeah, those things, great collectibles. They have it for every, everything, like, any genre, everything. Yeah, that's, that's what's cool about it, too, is, like... Um, I bought my mom, uh, have you seen the newest, uh, what is it called? The, the newest movie set in the Harry Potter world? Um, oh, I have not. The Fantastic Beasts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, on the commercials, you see that little creature thing? Have you seen it? Well, anyway, there's a little creature in it, and, um, I got that for my mom for Christmas on the Pop Toys. <laughs> That's cool. Yep, yep. Alright, uh, so yeah, new tidbits from Mass Effect Andromeda announced. Um, the only game that I'll pre-order this year. 
and maybe next year. I don't know. I don't. I. I other than Final Fantasy VII Remaster, I can't think of another game that I'd pre-order anytime soon. Uh, but yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, it's information on the gameplay finally, and it looks like the combat is going to be similar to Mass Effect Three, but uh, a lot smoother. And they're actually adding the addition of a jetpack um, for short bursts and long jumps, which looks really cool. Plus, uh, they're doing a cover system where you can take cover behind absolutely everything or anything. So, you know, you could literally park your rover and you could take cover behind the rover. Or, you know, um, there's pretty much anything in an environment you could take cover behind it. So it looks pretty intuitive. Uh, we'll see how it actually plays when it, it's pl when it comes out. Um, but that's cool. A few other things that is kind of interesting. There's no class restriction on weapons this time around. Um, the weapon manufacturers themselves now actually mean more than just like, you know, one company might be a little more powerful than the other. Um, they use different types of ammo. Um, so uh, I, I don't have the information on exactly what types of ammo, but there's like a laser. There's a company that deals in laser guns that overheat. There's one that deals in physical bullets, but obviously you run out of them. And I don't remember what the third one was. Um, also, melee seems to be more of a viable... Uh, way to go this time you're not always stuck to like guns it, it seems like you can um, do a lot more damage up close than in any of the other mass effect games um also there's no restriction on um skills which is another very interesting thing this means that you can actually customize your character exactly how you want them customized and <clears throat> meaning if you want to take up um you know one um if you want to make your character all soldier, you know, except you want them to be able to put a barrier up, then you can do that in this game. You couldn't do that in the old Mass Effect. So that's that's really interesting. Um, and one last thing is, despite, despite some of the rumors that have been coming out, Bioware stresses that this game is not an open world game. Um, it's similar in structure as the uh, Mass Effect 3 was, which is it highly encourages exploration-based gameplay, but the story itself is not open world. Oh. So I know you only played the first Mass Effect, and the first Mass Effect was like this for two. Uh, finish it either. Yeah, but you, like um, at one point you could pretty much go to any planets and do whatever you wanted on those planets. Even though in Mass Effect One there really wasn't anything to do on planets. Um, oh. But in this game, what it sounds like they're doing is they're taking the concept of Mass Effect Three, where you could land on any planet, but actually putting things to do on every planet on side quests. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm like really stoked over this game. Uh, it's a brand new story, brand new characters, but at the same time, um, you know, I've been waiting for this game since for, I don't know how many years now. So, and, it, and that comes out in about two weeks also, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it comes out next month. Okay. I know it's next month sometime. Again, it's the only game I'll pre-order anytime soon <laughs> for sure. Uh, well, let's see. Pokemon Go has an update and add new gold and silver Pokemon. Oh, I didn't realize this update. I heard that they added more Pokemon finally, like, uh... Yeah, I, well, yeah. I, heard they, I knew they were adding new Pokemon, uh -huh. and then I found out that it was the gold and silver edition. Because I know that, um, Generation 2 is live right now, so that's interesting. But gold and silver, that's interesting. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um... So next up, I'm not going to go into too, de too in-depth on this, but if you're curious, 
you can definitely check out the show notes for the link. Uh, Titanfall 2 patch notes um, are have been released for an upcoming update, and it's pretty massive. Um, I'm just going to read over the main additions. Um, there's going to be a live fire mode, and uh, there's a new pilot um, execution and Colosseum maps. Um, new audio for something, not really sure. Uh, and then a bunch of tweaks and balances. But, like, I, I've never played the game, so I'm not sure what's important here. It's a huge list, probably, like, three, four pages long of what uh, they're changing and fixing. So if you're interested, check out our show notes for the link to that. Cool. Uh, oh, yeah, this is also interesting. Talking about updates. So 2017 is going to be some big, see some big changes for Hearthstone. Um, so they're actually taking some of the classic cards that have become too relied on in competition play, in standard mode, and they're going to retire them and make them no longer usable. Um, and these, this might upset some people, some, some players, and Blizzard really didn't want to do this because these cards were meant to be epic, they were meant to be awesome, but they just became a little too overpowered. Um, so what they're doing is anybody who actually owns these cards are going to be getting, um, the dust from the card absolutely free without even disenchanting the card. So this gives them a reason to keep it to play with friends, play on non-competitive and things like that. Um, and, you know, just kind of keep the card. Uh, also, they announced three new expansions this year, about six months apart. Um, and those are the main details, but if you want to know everything that's happening with Hearthstone this year, uh, again, check out our show notes for the link. Yeah, damn it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so I, th- I found this list. And I thought, uh, you know, it'd be kind of cool to go through, but it's the top ten selling games of January by by system. Cool. And as soon as it loads here, do 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 do. do. Okay, look. Uh, <laughs> so January 2017 overall top games, and I'll go from ten up. Ten FIFA 17, nine Overwatch. No battles. Meaning they sale. they didn't include the Battle.net sales. Oh, so okay, it would have probably yeah. been a lot higher. Uh, eight, Watch Dogs 2. Seven, Madden NFL 17. Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. <laughs> NBA 2K17. Uh, or that was five. Four is Battlefield 1. Three, Grand Theft Auto 5. Two, which is kind of three. It's number three. I know, that's crazy. Two, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. It's like people were waiting to have to see if they got it for Christmas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but then Grand Theft Auto Five is out. How long ago? And number one, Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. Cool. So for um, the PS4, from ten up, I'm not. I'm not going to say the number. Just fuck it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm starting from ten. Final Fantasy Fifteen. Mm. Tales of Barissa. Bar- Bar- uh, Basera, I think. Basaria. Basaria. There you go. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Watch Dogs 2, Madden NFL 17, NBA 2K17, Battlefield 1, Grand Theft Auto 5, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.0 Final Chapter Prologue, which I need to pick up, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Nice. So for Xbox One, you have, from 10 up, 10 
Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, Titanfall 2, Watch Dogs 2, Overwatch, Madden NFL 17, NBA 2K17, Grand Theft Auto 5, Battlefield 1, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. It's a, those two are the ones that are tripping me out. GTA 5 and, and Infinite Warfare. Yeah. Like, especially GTA 5. Uh, but, uh, and then number one, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard. Cool. And, let's see here, for the Wii U, Just Dance 2017, Yoshi's Wooly World, <laughs> Splatoon, Super Mario 3D World, Super Mario Maker, New Super Mario Bros. U plus Stage Super Luigi U. I don't know why it's a Sage, but plus New Super Luigi U. Uh, Pokemon Tournament, Smash, uh, Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Color Splash, Minecraft. Wow, Super, uh, Super Smash Brothers is still third, that's crazy. I mean, I guess it makes sense because the system really doesn't have much to offer. Yeah. Uh, Yoshi's Wooly World, I mean, come on. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so, and then for portable consoles, Animal Crossing New Leaf, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, Kirby's Planet uh, Robobot, uh, Mario Party Star Rush, Mario Kart 7, Super Smash Brothers, <laughs> Super Mario Maker, Dragon Quest uh, 8, Journey of the Cursed King, Pokemon Moon, and Pokemon Sun. And then 12 months rolling through January 2017, you have Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Wow. I know. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy uh, 15. FIFA 17, Overwatch, Grand Theft Auto 5, Madden uh, NFL 17, NBA 2K17, Tom Clancy's The Division, Battlefield 1, Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare. Okay, so I actually want to say something about that top ten or top ten of the year rolling list. So obviously Black Ops 3, that's crazy that it's in the top ten considering um, Infinite Warfare has been out for a while now. Um, Came out November. Oh, it was only November. Uh, yeah, yeah that's the latest one that, that came yeah, out. Yeah, I know that. I just didn't. I thought it was before that, but yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, Might have been October. Cool to see Final Fantasy in there because that was, you know, just out uh, a couple months before the end of the year. So that's cool. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five came out in 2013. <laughs> I know, or not 13, 2014. Yeah, but still, I mean, that's that game is like that's why it never goes on sale because no, maybe it was 2013. Uh, I don't know, but. 2013 is when the new Xbox came out, right? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, let's see. So it was out on. Oh come on. Okay, 2014. Okay. All right. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2014. So yeah, so 2014, but still, four. The game's been out for uh, almost four years, and it's still on the top ten list. Monthly? That's crazy. Yeah. Um. Mad Madden's whatever. No, no. It, it, in, initial release date was twenty uh, September seventeenth, twenty thirteen. Oh, okay. Oh no, no, no. I looked up the release date on the uh, the new consoles because it was remember it was released oh. on the old consoles. That's that's why I was going for like like the fact that it's been out since. True. Yeah. Like, you know, coming up. Uh, well, technically, you say three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. But still. Still. Um. 
But yeah, I'm, 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 and I know Overwatch would have been higher. I wonder how much higher Overwatch would have been if they had Battle.net sales, because uh, most, if not, I'd say probably at least 75% of the sales on PC are through Battle.net. Um, so I'm wondering if that would put it up past Madden and NBA or not, or if it would put it up even past number one. I mean, the game has sold a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, really interesting list. I can't believe Grand Theft Auto is there. Um, I'm happy to see Final Fantasy there. Um, the Division, that's interesting too. I, I didn't, I mean, people stopped buying Tom Clancy games. Um, but I guess, you know, whatever. That's great for them. And Battlefield 1, that's cool to see too. That was a good game. Cool, cool. That was a cool list to go over. And to end the news, uh, we have a semi-just wrong. And I say semi because it's just like one of those end of an era things. Um... Hasbro will be retiring the thimble from Monopoly. That's fucking retarded. Um, this was voted on by the fans. Um, essentially, Hasbro says, hey, we want to come out with a new piece, but Mario, or Mario, wow. Uh, Monopoly has always had a certain, or I think it's eight pieces, so uh, we want to know which one you guys want to replace. And I guess it was pretty overwhelming, uh, overwhelmingly voted to replace the thimble. Um, the, the piece that will replace it has yet to be announced, but it will probably be either a penguin, a TV, a race car, or, uh, there there already is a car. Yeah, but they have the, the luxury car. This will be a race car. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Monopoly emoji, rubber duck, a watch, a wheel, or bunny slippers. All stupid. I thought they were supposed to be a penguin. Huh? I thought they were supposed to be a penguin. That's what I said, a penguin. Oh. Um, So the reason that they, you know, Hasbro kind of was like, the reason we think that people voted for the thimble is simply because it's something that's old-fashioned. Like, people, most people don't even know what a thimble is anymore, you know? Or if they do, they've never used one. Um, As where... Well, then they they should just learn. (laughs) As where when Monopoly first came out, the thimble was uh, very popular. Um, Out of all of these, I think... A TV fits the most, but, I mean, I don't know. Not even really, if it was maybe a tablet. Yeah, that's true, a tablet or, yeah, smartphone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's why I put it in there just wrong, because it's like they're they're taking the thimble away. Yeah. But you can always get a real thimble and play if you really want to. That's right. Um, Alright, so before we end the show, I have a few things to talk about. Uh, release date update: Crash Bandicoot Remastered Trilogy has uh, release date has been set for June 30th and will come out at 40 bucks. Um, that's cool if you want to reminisce about Crash Bandicoot. I mean, the game looks good, but I don't think I'd pick it up. I was never a huge Crash uh, fan. Um, and media around the web that I will have in the show notes: uh, the extended Final Fantasy 15 Stormblood trailer now shows off the new uh, land and sap- samurai job. Uh, it's kind of interesting because they released a trailer for Stormblood uh, about three months ago. And the one they released this week, it was the exact same trailer, except they added another half to it. So it was kind of it's kind of dumb to me, but, you know, it, it worked for them. Uh, new images from Final Fantasy VII Remake and Kingdom Hearts 3. So if you're hyped for either or both of those games, you're definitely going to want to see these screenshots. And uh, the new trailer for Mass Effect Andromeda, where it shows off the weapons and skills, which I talked about, that will also be in our show notes. Nice. 
And that's it for this week. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so at kvgt04 at gmail.com. Sorry, that was my fault. Uh, Our website is KVGT Podcast. And we're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Knights of the Video Game Table. Hell fucking video. YouTube. We don't have too much on there, but you can definitely check us out at YouTube.com. I believe it's slash KVGT04, but I could be wrong about that. And just search for us. So Knights of the Video Game Table or KVGT04. Uh, if you if you want to know where the best places to subscribe to us, you can do so on Stitcher and iTunes and pretty much wherever podca- podcasts are uh, provided. I believe I never got the confirmation email, but I do believe we're on Google Play. Um, I I should check that out because I probably should. I put us on there and then um, I never got the confirmation email. I never understood that thing like. I go to Google Play, I couldn't find shit. I was like, so you have on? to download the, uh, there's like a, um, it's not like iTunes where it's an all-in-one store. They have a, a specific way to look for podcasts on there. I guess iTunes does too, but it's it's a little more, it's a little more separated than um, iPhones. I mean, if you type in, like I just did, Nice Pavilion Podcast, it should just pop up. Yeah, I don't know. You would think. Uh, I'll look into it, though. Uh, all right. So after that, if you want to find us on twit, 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 Twitter, I am at Soul Scribbler. Patrick is at? Soul64. And the general podcast tweet tweet to KVGT Podcast. At KVGT Podcast. Um, as for me, everything I do is linked to from JeremyCollier.com. Um. Let's see. So, uh, really, that's, I mean, you can check out steampowerdreams.com for my publishing, my writing, and such. And the upcoming podcast, uh, you can get to through Steam Power Dreams as well. So, if you are a writer or entrepreneur or just interested in those uh, subjects, you definitely should go on there um, to steampowerdreams.com slash authorpreneur mindset and sign up for the mailing list so that um we can so i can tell you as soon as i start which will be within the next month and i'll have interviews from ever people of all walks of uh publishing including writers both traditionally published and indie published editors uh designers um even um even copywriters and ghostwriters. So it's going to be a lot of good information for writers and people in the publishing industry and also just in general for entrepreneurs too how about you, Patrick? Well, for me, you can go to uh, patrickstocks64.blogspot.com. Also, go to uh, my YouTube channel, which is Solo64. Cool, cool. And you can also find me <clears throat> on a different podcast, which is If You Like That Podcast. If You Like That. Uh, you can find this on the same as like uh, this one, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, or Spreaker. Um and Google, I believe we're on Google Play, also Blueberry. Um, and you can find our Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast and on Twitter at Podcast. And definitely uh, go check out this man's uh, YouTube channel. It's, um, you got that Fat Guy Food News, or not news, uh, fact, was it Fat Guy Food Review? Food Review. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know why I, I really like those. I don't know why. It's like. It's just you sitting in front of the camera. I mean, there's a little more to it, but, you know, trying a food. But I'm always, like, I'm always intrigued. It's, it's like if 
you know your vlogs I put on my list to watch and I get to them after a week or two sometimes but your your food reviews I'm always on there like the day you put them out so I'm not sure why I'm not sure what turns me on to that but what about the what about my uh, how to like cooking oh videos? yeah uh, you only have a couple of those on there right um, I got like four oh, okay because I watched your I had I had the lamb lamb chops I had the chicken wings I, I had I watched the chicken wings day one and the, the Chili Verde. Uh, I did watch that one, but I didn't watch it right away. I think I did Pork Chop. Yeah, I watched too. Pork Chop ones right away, too. So the Chicken Wings, yeah. So I ended up doing Chicken Wings a while back. Um, and I did them semi like you did. Um, and it, it worked really well. So I, the only difference is I uh, put them in the oven with no sauce. Mm-hmm. And then after, I just tossed them in the sauce in the bowl, you know. And then put them back in the oven on the, under the broiler. Just for like uh, ten minutes or five minutes, just to get them crispy. It worked out really well, and I mean, for the price, or I think I ended up making thirty wings, which was enough for uh, both mine and my wife's dinner and a lunch for me. I think it ended up only costing me, you know, like, um, like under ten bucks for everything. And I'm like, you can't get that at Wingstop or Wild Wings, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, um, but definitely check out his YouTube channel if nothing else. Oh. All right, cool. I think that's the end of this episode. Yep. So, we are a semi-bi-weekly podcast, so hopefully you'll see us within the next two to three weeks. <laughs> Have a great one, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>